0: Hi everyone, this is Judy. And Janet, we're from We Help 100, part of the Helps 100 movement. You might be wondering, what is
1: the Helps 100 movement? It is is the Freedom Seekers movement that provides the path to creating $10,000 in commission, $1,000 a week in recurring income, and a dream car paid for all within 100 days. Welcome to Episode 3. In the last episode, we asked you... How do you cover the shortfall when you aren't working? What does it feel like
0: when you have a cancellation or two? So Judy and I were talking about this for a lot today because we really wanted to go back to that time where we could remember what those things felt like for us when we had a practice, and we wanted to be able to help you get in touch with that too. So Judy had a great point about the difference between a cancellation here or there Um, versus coming up short,
1: say, at the end of the month, right, Jude? Yeah, I mean, you know, we always believe everything happens for a reason. So some days you have a really heavy schedule or you've got a lot on your mind that you want to get done outside of the hands-on clients that you're seeing, and you get a last-minute cancellation, and you think, oh, what a gift. I have this chunk of time right now. I have an hour. And not that you don't, you know, are missing that client and you'll make that up some other time, but in that moment you think, oh, this is great. I can do that research that I needed for that other client, I can do that networking I was going to do. I can follow up with so-and-so, whatever it is. Sometimes it's just taking a breather. But when that starts to happen more frequently or at the beginning of the week, when you look at the whole week and you have these big gaps and you start thinking about the numbers and you go, oh my gosh, how am I going to make it, like whatever my budget is for this week, how am I going to make that balance if I don't have enough clients coming in?
0: Yeah, I think when, um, when I think about that, You know, we always said in the beginning that we never wanted to look at our clients as a one-for-one trade that X number of clients, okay, now the rent is covered, X number of clients, the utilities are covered, X number of clients, now we're in a profit margin. But it is a business, right? And so we are always wanting clients to take care of themselves. And if you can't come for some reason, you're ill, it's not the right timing for you, we want everybody to have a great experience. So that was always foremost on us, but you're right. When you, when you have, um, a shortfall that you think you're going to have a hard time making up, then it really starts to impact a lot of things inside of you and outside of you. And so for me, my personality is such that that internal thing, I go to a place of fear, I don't feel safe, I don't feel secure, I'm like, oh my God, I start to panic, right?
1: For me, I find that um, I, I really wanna make sure that everything has the appearance of going smoothly, that none of the clients feel any sense of interruption in the service, that I don't want them to see that I'm stressing at all about you know, making ends meet or being able to pay my bills at the end of the month or that I can't even take a day off. That should never enter into my client's experience you know, when they're coming in for service. But it is always going on in the back of your mind because you're trying to balance wearing all those different hats. You're the business owner, you're the client provider, uh, you have to take care of the marketing and the bookkeeping and all of those different pieces. And you have to balance how do you get all that done and still meet your goals. So a lot of times for me, I end up reaching more into the what can I do? Try to you know work harder or reach out further, do more network marketing, do you know, we add more components to the business.
0: Right. I think for us, one of the things that we did was create a process by which we went out and got more clients, we did expos and fairs, we did more advertising, we even went ahead and raised our fees, but that puts a conflict in with the client because. Clients don't like when their fees get raised, even if it's by a few bucks. <clears throat> um, but I will say that some of what happens to me internally, I'm just going to go back for one second and say that um, it manifests in an external way. I don't sleep as well. Um, I get a little testy, as Judy can attest to. Um, so there are other ways it comes out, and you may find that in your own personal life and your own relationships as well.
1: You start feeling the physical manifestations of those stress factors like headaches or disruption in your um, appetite or or sleep, uh, just other things, interactions with people outside of the practice.
0: And we tried really, really uh, hard to do a variety of network marketing companies, just didn't find anything that um, truly panned out. Lots of products we liked, but not great compensation and uh, we even built a a website. The conflict really comes when you realize how much time it's taking away from your own self-care and your personal life, your family, Um, and I don't know how many times we would find ourselves in the office planning and doing bookkeeping and everything that we could to figure out a a different way, right? right? And then it
1: ends up, not only impacting you but ultimately it impacts your customers and that can unfortunately create a a ripple effect and create just exactly the opposite of what you're trying to do instead of growing your business you're um, condensing it.
0: Um, You know
1: massage therapists, I
0: was just thinking this Jude, massage therapists, healers, body workers, all of us, we um, operate at a different pace scale than occupational therapists, physical therapists, chiropractors. And as a result, the physical demands placed on us, the energetic emotional demands placed on us, take their toll. And when you look at that time for money component, the time that a massage therapist, a healer, a body worker takes with their client in the intake during the session, afterwards, making sure that the client is uh, ready to go and grounded, and then the rebooking process is exponentially greater than any of those other professions that I just mentioned.
1: Yeah, that's probably true. I never really thought about um, the you know dollar for hour kind of uh, comparison there, but yeah, I'm sure that 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 is some of what makes it feel like that it can be sometimes a struggle or a challenge to be a massage therapist, body worker, healer. Um, it, you know, it, it does force you to have to really be creative and reassess frequently why you're doing it, you know, what you're giving into it, what you're getting out of it. I did the math
0: this, I did the math this morning and if you see 10 clients a day on an uh, at an average of, I'm sorry, 10 clients a week and an average of $50 a client, and you don't take any vacation time, really, you do it over 52 weeks, your compensation is $26,000. And if you were to look at that same number for a chiropractor or a physical therapist, they see many more clients with a lot less physical demand than we do at a much higher pay structure. And so... We really have to be smart. As a result, we've identified how we can help all of you get off this hamster wheel that we seem to find ourselves on more times than not. So
1: now we do body work. sorry, when we do body work, it's about the joy of giving. And we don't need to rely on clients for income. We just do the body work because it's what makes us happy which is really what we wanted to do in the very beginning when
0: we used to say to each other, right? If If money was no object? We would do body work for free and travel the world. So hopefully this has made an impact for you and you'll take a look at what's going on for you too and um, come along and join us. Think about
1: this for tomorrow. How would recurring passive income alleviate your pressures? Great question. I love that one.